Ebro Bia Freyen. I was 0540 And that's a 0266-899495. Akwenye Neni, Forms. Now back at Jackson Educational Complex. When the Dutch map. Mission for Christ proudly presents to you Old Fashioned Revival Hour on Spirit 88.3 with Brother Jerry. Now and every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. Awake, awake, you who sleep. Arise from the dead and Christ shall give you life. Mission for Christ proudly presents to you Old Fashioned Revival Hour on Spirit 88.3 with Brother Jerry. Now and every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. Awake, awake, you who sleep. Arise from the dead and Christ shall give you life. A wonderful evening to us all. By the grace of God, we are here today. We are strong, we are healthy, we are vibrant. We are indeed moving in the strength and in the mind of the Lord. I greet you this evening with the blessing of the Lord, with the greetings of the Lord, peace and grace to you tonight which the Lord has made. And um, I am glad to know that you are there listening to my voice to this program, coming to you live on Spirit 88.3. My name is Brother Jerry, and this is the program Old Fashioned Revival Hour. I welcome you once again to this program, and I know that you would surely be blessed. Um, Let me take this opportunity to... Um, say to you, those of you who have uh, friends, acquaintances, who have loved ones, who have completed school and uh, desire to further the education, they have completed SS, they want to further the education. You heard the jingle play, Jackson College of Education. Um, admission is open to you all. It, it doesn't, um, it's not only limited to those of you who have completed the secondary school and for that matter want to pursue um, your education in the line of um, teaching diploma in basic education but um, to those of you who also are working in your various um, jobs occupations careers and um, would have for that matter you need a top up you can uh, call me on my number when i am through with the message tonight i will put the line there you can call me all that you can also call the numbers that you had when the jungle was played you can either call those numbers or my personal number at the end of the program 
and I know that yes, you would not regret because of the impact which the school is making in this nation and beyond. The many lives that are touched by the mighty works of Jackson College of Education by the grace of God. Um, I greet you all once again and I know that you are prepared, your heart is opened already for what the Lord wants to bring to you. I would also encourage that you call a friend, you call a brother, you call a sister to tune in to Spirit 88.3 FM to listen to the word. Today, of course, I believe that um, there is uh, soccer ongoing, football ongoing, but um, I want you to understand that if you are listening to my voice, you are blessed because it is written in the word of the Lord that there nothing ever satisfies the longings of the soul. There is nothing that is profitable. There is nothing that uh, is to you uh, more helpful. Jesus said unto Martha that that which Mary has chosen is very important, is very needful. In other words, the fulfillment, the success of life is, is built on the foundation of the Word of God. And so if uh, this night, this evening, you have been uh, able by the grace of God to forego your pleasure, even for the Word of God, I want you to know that you are blessed to have made the time with me this evening. Um, the message tonight that God wants me to bring to you is the power of your testimony in the Holy Spirit. The power of testimony in the Holy Spirit. But um, before I begin, uh, let us bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you this evening. We bless your holy name and give you all the glory. We pray, O oh God, in thanking you in thanksgiving for the privilege that you have given us, that unto us babes and infants you have uh, given to us your word, you have given to us the mysteries of your kingdom, you have uh, opened our eyes to behold such wondrous things in your word. Indeed, the entrance of your word bringeth light and illumination, understanding, we ask, O oh God, that by the message tonight, let your people be illuminated. Grant to them understanding by that, O oh God, that they might be liberated in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray that tonight, O oh God, that you will do your work, that you would make the impossible possible in the lives of those that are hearing, that you, O oh God, will meet the expectations of the hearts of your people who are longing to hear your word that you will confirm this message in the lives of your people in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And if there be any need, if there be any barrier, if there be any opposition, if there be any hindrance in the lives of your people, anything militating against the life, the soul of your people, militating against the success, the fulfillment of your people, I pray that let your word be as fire, even as a hammer in the name of Jesus to break the rock in pieces, break every obstruction, every opposition, every hindrance, obstacles, every power of Satan be destroyed, be neutralized, and that your people may be liberated and will see your mighty words tonight in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Tonight's message is as I said, the power of testimony in the Holy Ghost. The power of testimony, your testimony, my testimony, in the Holy Spirit. In other words, in the lives of those who are born again, in the lives of uh, believers, um, uh, what power, what authority that we have. And yet many people are not so much mindful of this. The weapon that you have been given, God has given to you, um, uh, indeed, the one is your testimony, which you should not conceal. You should not bury your testimony. You should not keep quiet. You should not keep silent. For there, there's one thing that uh, the enemy 
trembles at, the enemy is indeed affrighted of, afraid of. It is your testimony, the word of God in your mouth. Proverbs chapter Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 Proverbs chapter 20 sorry 18 verse 21 and I read Proverbs 18 21 it says that death and life are in the power of the tongue death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it they that love it they shall eat the fruit thereof i know that um, you are prepared as a matter of agency to hear a word from god this evening and i very much believe that this message is for you you know, I was thinking of the day of Pentecost when the Lord gave to me the illumination, the understanding of how powerful our testimony is. Indeed, when I say our testimony, I mean that those of you who are filled with the Spirit of God, those of you who are, have been recreated, regenerated, who has uh, the work of um, the born again experience who are born again, not of the will of man, not of flesh, not of blood, but of the spirit of God. How powerful your testimony is in the realm of the unseen, even in this present age. The scripture says of the day of Pentecost that when the day was fully come, they were all with one accord. The disciples were all with one accord in one place. Then suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house. And the scripture says that they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit, of course, gave them utterance. I was amazed at one particular thing. When God poured out his spirit upon the disciples, the outward manifestation of this outpouring was the alteration of their tongue. It was the change in their tongue. They spoke the wonderful works of God by an utterance which was given to them from heaven. They spoke the wonderful works of God as witnesses to all the nations, every nation under heaven who were present at that time in Jerusalem. This was not only a sign, I believe, the language that God gave to them, the utterance that God gave to them, the tongue that God gave to them. It was not only a sign to bring the unbelievers even to hear the gospel preached to them. But I believe that it was also um, to make us understand the influence of our testimony in the lives of those who are around us. How powerful our testimony is, even in the realm of the unseen. And that is what God wants you to understand. The power of words in your mouth. You see that God made this an outward manifestation. The sign, outward sign, after the people were filled with the Holy Ghost, tells us of how important words mean even to God. How important your language is. How important our testimony is. Now when I speak of testimony... I mean the word of God in your mouth by the influence of the Holy Spirit. Why was the tongue changed when they were filled with the Holy Ghost? That is what I was thinking about as I was pondering of the, the day of Pentecost in the book of Acts. It came in mind why did God gave to them the, the tongue? Why was their tongue changed? Why? The God gave to them the utterance in the first place. 
And I came to understand that it is because words are spirit. The words in your mouth, words are spirit. What it means is that the word in your mouth can either be words of life or words of death. Now this is what I want you to understand this evening. The words in your mouth can either be words of life or words of death. When you read uh, the scripture that I just read to you, Proverbs chapter 8 and verse 21, it says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. So it means that death and life are in the power of the tongue, in the mouth of humanity. And it says that they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Now you will come to understand what this scripture means. You see, what I say is that what you speak becomes your testimony. What you speak, the words that you speak, becomes your testimony. Testimony in the sense that that which you speak, it becomes what you have accepted as the truth. And what you have accepted as the truth can either be words of death or words of life. It can either influence your life negatively or positively. I believe that it is the reason why when God chooses his people, when God elects his people by the election of grace and fill them with his spirit, he gives to them utterance, a change in words, change of tongues, change of language. Now, I am not speaking of the tongues as in that which cannot be understood by men. There are two kinds of utterances. We have that which cannot be understood even by the person who is speaking and that which can be understood by the very person who is speaking and understood by those who are also hearing. I am speaking of this kind of utterance which is understandable, not that which is not understandable, but I am speaking of that which is understandable, that which is given by God for people to understand, for you yourself to understand. That is what I am speaking about tonight. And I am saying that when God chooses his people by the election of grace, and fill them with his spirit. He put his own words in their hearts. The word of God in their hearts intend influences their tongue. So that they speak with their tongue words of life. By the spirit of God. God chooses his people. He chose the people, the disciples, even to bring the message of life to people. Now you ought to understand that the very word of God is words of life. And so for that matter, people being natural cannot speak the words of life. Except they have been changed. Except they have been recreated. Except they are indeed born again. And so therefore in that process of salvation, God recreates man. He recreates their mind. He recreates their hearts. And he recreates their tongue. So that their words are not words of death. But rather words of life. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And so therefore God makes his people anew. Changing even their language. So that instead of words of death. They might speak the words of life. In other words the very word of God implanted in their hearts and altered even by their lips is what influences the situations around and even the people around us. Hallelujah. And so I want us to look at John chapter 6 verse 63 what Jesus also affirmed concerning this. John chapter 6 verse 63 it says that it is the spirit. Now notice what Jesus is saying. It is the spirit that gives life. 
The flesh profits what? Nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. These are the very words of our Lord. In John chapter 6 verse 63. And he says that it is the spirit in us that gives life. So therefore the words of life is by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. The word of God in us has power. Our testimony is only powerful where the spirit of God is indeed indwelling our hearts. After that we have received the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus was saying that his words, the words that he speak, being filled with the Holy Ghost, being filled with the Spirit of God, are words of spirit and words of life. To mean that when a person is filled with the Holy Ghost, he does not speak according to the flesh. Words that are profane. Words that kills. Words that brings division. Words that brings strife. Words that brings uh, indeed uh, disagreement, ungodly disagreements, ungodly disputes, ungodly arguments that brings uh, fights and hatreds and all these things uh, that are indeed uh, not words of life. Words that are sensual, are filthy. When one is filled with the Spirit of God, it changes from words of death to words of life. His tongue is altered. His language is altered. And so therefore it is no longer language or the speech of flesh. The speech that kills. But rather that which gives life. Because the word of God is implanted within his very soul. Within his very heart. And this. I want you to understand the power of your testimony. Beloved, if you are listening to my voice, it is the word of God in our mouth that changes the things around us, that makes the impossible possible. It is the word that becomes our testimony. A mighty weapon against the devil. Revelation chapter 12 verse 11. It says that. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. And by the word of their testimony. Notice. By the word of their testimony. And so that is what God wants you to understand. That you have to understand the authority, the power of his word in your mouth. To his people. To those of you who are his. To those of you who have uh, been recreated. To those of you who have the rebirth. God wants you to understand how powerful your words are. The word of God in your mouth is. How it is able to make the impossible possible. How it is able to change, affect the things around you. That is what God wants you to understand tonight. You see there are certain motivational speakers. Who tell people to embrace the philosophy of positivity. Now what I mean by the philosophy of positivity is this. You see there are certain motivational speakers who will tell people that... Um, they must uh, um, learn to speak positively. They must train themselves. They must train themselves. Imagine, they must train themselves to speak positively. And uh, that their words will give to them a better life. What they mean is that uh, they, your own word as a man, as a natural person, has the capacity to change things, to create your own word, to make uh, indeed uh, dreams come to pass. And so they will tell you 
to say certain positive things like uh, um, for instance uh, I will live and not be young I will not grow old I will not uh, die of course these are all positive things I would be rich I will not be poor and uh, I will and uh, I will and uh, I will but you see what uh, I want you to understand is that the philosophy of positivity cannot alter the world around you it cannot alter your present life it cannot change your life it has no capacity it has no power to make the impossible a possibility it is a false and uh, if i may say the, a false uh, let me use uh, this word it is a deception it is um uh, let me say a fallacy it is not true your words cannot uh, affect the things around you those philosophies are philosophies of men it is not your words that influences the, the realm of the spirit as they say but rather it is the word of god in you it is the message of god in your mouth it is the, the testimony of the living spirit inside of you that affect the things around you that is what uh, you ought to understand the truth is this the power of words lies in the tongue of uh, the recreated the born again the philosophy of positivity which is common today even now common in our churches now common in our pulpits so that uh, people embrace it is only a dilution of the truth beloved that is what uh, you need to understand it is a dilution of the truth it is only a philosophy of men which has no authority it carries no power it carries no dominion if you could create your own word understand this if you could create your own word your own word i mean your own dream and make it pass wishes coming to pass like stars in the heavens if you could do that then i believe that there would be nothing like sufferings in this world there will be nothing uh, like uh, um, pains in this world because what you say eventually like magic would come to pass no one would wish of course for sickness or struggles so that whatever you speak would be that which will come to pass but it is not so these philosophers have been the, they would have been the happiest of all people they would have been of of all people the the the, the victorious among all people but it is not just the mere words that we speak it is not the tongue of the natural man that does anything but rather the word of god inside of the mouth of those who have been born again it is those words that have the capacity the power to make the impossible a possibility now in defending this jesus said something in john chapter 12 verse 34 john chapter 12 verse 34 the lord our master the altar of our faith he said in john chapter 12 verse 34 the people answered him john chapter 12 verse 34 jesus said that indeed out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks out of the abundance of the heart the mark sorry it is not john chapter 12 verse 24 it is this particular scripture which i am referring to when the lord jesus said unto them brood of vipers 
How can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That were the words of Jesus. Out of the abundance of the heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth word what speak. And so therefore, the words inside of a man. The words inside of the heart. Are the very words that would eventually come out. Understand this. And so what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 12 verse 34. When he said even to the people. O generation of vipers. How can ye being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. Jesus wanted them to understand that if a man is not born again. If a man has not the birth which is from heaven. If he has not yet been recreated. For that matter, if he is a sinner, if he is unregenerate, degenerate, if, if he is unsaved yet, how can such a person speak good words? How can such a person speak words of life? How can a person uh, indeed be able to make any headway in this life? For he says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth what speak so therefore it makes you understand this the flesh will speak that which is what flesh and the spirit speaks that which is what spirit that is what you need to understand you see do not give your mind to you see that we are in the last days and we are not ignorant as the bible says that of the schemes of the devil we are not uh, indeed uh, in on our words. We are not oblivious, ignorant of the schemes and the devices of the enemy. You see, philosophy is now taking uh, the center stage in the, the churches today. You see, when uh, the pulpits are full of men who are very elated, men who are very, um, uh, very educated, men who are more of uh, philosophers than demonstrators of the spirit. Men who have uh, the, the knowledge of men and not the knowledge of God. Men who have learned books and no books, but are ignorant of the book of law or the book of life, the very scriptures. The word is in their mouth. It is in their mind, but it is not rooted in their hearts. They have become more of motivational speakers the ministers of the word. The ministers of the gospel. And Jesus here is saying that. How can such men. Who are not yet recreated. Speak good things. How can anyone who is. Uh, in the flesh. Of the flesh. Born of man. Born of blood. Born of the will of man. In other words, uh, the agreement of a man and a woman making a, a child or bringing forth a child conceived in sin. How can such a person speak any good words? Because uh, his heart is not yet what? Changed. And because his heart is not yet changed and it is filled with all kinds of evil, he says that uh, such a person cannot speak words of life. They cannot speak what good things. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Hallelujah. This is what God wants you to understand tonight. But to those of you who are born again, who are born of the Spirit, those of you who are Christians, whose hearts have been changed in the process of salvation, God has elected you. God has predestined. And for that matter has given to you the faith to believe in his son, Jesus Christ. That is the doctrine of election. For no one can come to Jesus except the father draws him. Except God draws him to Christ. And so therefore to whom, to you, up, to those of you who by grace and the riches of his mercy have been elected, have been chosen. Those of you who have that uh, heavenly rebirth. What God is saying to you. Is that. 
Do not keep silent. Do not conceal his word in your mouth. But rather speak. Testify. Continue to testify. The word of God in your mouth. Put to use. For there is power. In your testimony. There is power in the words that we speak as Christians. Rooted and grounded in the word of God. Now notice this. Psalm 8 verse 2. Psalm 8 verse 2. Now notice what today. The spirit of God. Is saying here. He says that out of the mat of babes. And sucklings or infants. He is speaking of the born again. And God is saying that out of the mat of babies, out of the mat of sucklings, infants, those who have been born again, he says that has thou ordained the strength, in other words, power, because of your enemies that you might still or that you might put to silence the enemy and the avenger. Out of the mat of babies, and sucklings, the mat of those who have been born again. He says that God has ordained strength. God has ordained what power that they might put to silence the enemy, the avenger, the devil. It is not contrary to what uh, it says in Revelation chapter 12 verse 11. They overcame him by the word of their testimony. So you see, it is the word of God in your mat. The mat of those who are born again. That has the power to silence the enemy, the adversary, the devil. Who is the oppressor of your life. Who is the enemy of your soul. Who is the enemy of your happiness. This you need to understand. The influence of the power of our testimony. The power of the word of God in our mouth. For which reason you must speak. You must declare. You must pray the very word of God. Against all oppositions. Against all temptations. Against all oppositions. All obstructions. All hindrances. For God has ordained power in the mouth of his people. God has ordained strength in the mouth of his chosen ones. 1 John chapter 2 verse 14. 1 John chapter 2 verse 14. It is written. For I have written unto you. This is Apostle John speaking. And he's saying that I have written unto you young men. Because you are strong. Now notice this. He says to the believers that I have written unto you young men because you are what, strong. And what is the source of their strength? What is the source of that strength? He continues to say, and the word of God abides in you. The word of God abides in you. Hallelujah. And you have overcome the wicked one. Isn't it wonderful to know that uh, the circumstances that we go through. That by faith in the Holy Spirit. We can make the impossible a possibility. Not by the philosophy of positivity. But by the very word of God in us. The word of God revealed to us. The very word illuminated to us. The entrance of his word bringeth what light and understanding. So therefore he that has illumination in the word of God has understanding. Understanding of what? The very word, the promises of God. How to appropriate the word of God. By faith. And so he says that to you, of, to those of you who are young. In other words, uh, to those of you who are believers, the converts who have come to indeed not only receive the muck, but also the meat. And by reason of understanding, you can discern good from evil. By reason of understanding what's in that path of life, the path of righteousness. 
It says that you have what overcome. You are strong and the word of God what abides in you. And you have overcome the wicked one. By what? The word of God. And so you see the power and the authority of the word of God inside of the mouth of those who are what? Born again. Even in the realm of the unseen. Against the wicked one. Against the devil. Beloved, open your heart. And for you to understand that the many times that the problem that comes even to us Christians, to believers, is because many times the enemy frustrates you so that you would not speak, so that you will cease to pray, so that you will cease to ponder about the word, meditate upon the word of God, so that you will cease even to testify of the greatness of God, the mighty works of God, the faithfulness of God. Even when uh, the thing looks so odd and so impossible, the word of God in your mouth is able to change uh, things. I love the words of uh, the man, the apostle. He says that we have been the same spirit of faith, Apostle, apostle, um, apostle Paul. He said that we have been the same spirit of faith. According as it is written, I believe and therefore have I spoken. That he continues. We also believe. And therefore we speak. That which you believe you must speak. You must speak out. Don't conceal the word of God. There is no need for you to cry. There is no need for you to, to give in. Even to, to disappointments and discouragement. These things are bound to happen in the life of believers. But our victory is in the word of God. Our victory is in the power of the word of God. Speak, declare by faith. And that which is impossible will become a possibility. Now, have you ever asked yourself why the enemy confronts our testimony? The living word of God which we speak. Have you ever pondered about this? You see, when you go to Jeremiah chapter 1, God calls Jeremiah. He put forth his hand and touched the mat of this prophet. And the Lord God said unto him, Behold, I have put my words in your mat. I have put my words in your mat. Now you have to understand that the word of God, as I said, in our mouth is our testimony. The words that we speak, it becomes our testimony. Now in Jeremiah chapter 20, this is Jeremiah chapter 1. God has put his words in the mouth of the man, Jeremiah. When you come to Jeremiah chapter 20 verse 7, we see that something happened. I saw that this testimony was attacked. By the sons of disobedience. Who are influenced by the devil. Whenever Jeremiah spoke the word. Everyone uh, laughed at him. The people began. To mock at him. To frustrate him. To discourage him. This was by the engineer. By the schemes. The strategies of the devil. One method that the enemy used to discourage Christians so that we cease to speak, so that we cease to testify, is discouragement through people. And so when this frustration came the way of this prophet, according to Jeremiah chapter 20 verse 8, the man of God said even to himself, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. This in actual fact is the case. In the life of those who are truly born of the Spirit, we are living witnesses. When the battles begin and the raging storm hits our fate, then discouragement begins to set in. But the difference between the born again and the nominal believer, those of them, those of um, them who are in the church or who indeed they profess their faith by their lips but have not been born again, they are the nominal believers. The difference between the born again and the nominal believer is this. The word of God is infused, implanted in the hearts 
of those who are born again. It is like a burning fire shut up in their bones. They cannot hold it back. They must speak. The Holy Spirit keeps uh, fanning the, the fire of the word until victory comes. You see, so Jeremiah said, I decided not to make mention of him. I decided not to speak anymore in the name of God. Because then a discouragement had already taken over him. Has already, indeed, it got to him. People laughing at him and uh, calling him names and mocking him because of the word. The word of God became to him a reproach, a derision. But you see, when the spirit of God is inside of the heart of a man, the fire is kindled so that the word becomes like fire shut up in his bones. They cannot hold it back. And so, therefore, when Jeremiah said that he has decided not to make mention of the name of God, nor speak anymore in his name, he continued to say, but the word of God in me was as a burning fire shut up in my bones. He couldn't ignore the word. He couldn't keep quiet because it was by the energy of the Holy Spirit, by the influence of the Holy Spirit. He was edified, strengthened by the Spirit to continue to what? To speak the word. So victory eventually comes. My friend, I do not know what you are going through. But I am here to assure you, child of God, that there is power in the word of God which we speak. You see, Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 29, he says that is not my word like fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks what? The rock in pieces. Is not my word like fire. You see, for which reason Jeremiah in, in testified. The word of God is like burning fire within his what? His, his, his bones. He could not keep quiet. He ought to speak. And so he comes to the next two chapters and he says that the word of God, even as the Lord gave to him, is like fire, like a hammer. That breaks what? The rock in pieces. That changes the impossible and makes it possible. It is not a different thing. It is the same word which the Lord Jesus has also confirmed when he said to you, I do not know what it is that as a child of God, it might be battling against your fate. Because sometimes the attack will come from physical men, as we saw in the life of Jeremiah. People mocking him. People laughing at him. But sometimes it is a spiritual battle. When you know that yes. Certain things are militating against you. Opposing your faith. Sometimes uh, they are the arrows that flies by day. They are the, the pestilence that walks in darkness. Sicknesses. Sometimes they are the terrors of the night. In dreams. When the enemy reveals himself. Sometimes it is even the flesh. Sometimes it is a particular temptation. Whatever it is, that is your mountain. That is that rock. And the power that you have over this is the very word of God. You see, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 22. The Lord our master said that if you have faith like a mustard seed, you are able to say to the mountains, be removed, move from this place to that place, and it shall come to pass, and it shall come to pass. And nothing shall be what? Impossible with you. If you have what? Faith. Like what? A mustard seed. You are able to command the mountains. 
and they will obey when you speak by faith. That is the word of God to you tonight. Now it, there was a scripture that I wanted to say it is Mark chapter 5 of verse 22 speak of a different thing. But the very scripture that I just quoted of the mountains being moved is not in Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5 uh, is a case study that I want to speak of. Even as I bring my message to an end. You see when Jairus came to Jesus. In Mark chapter 5 verse 22. The case study of Jairus. You see imagine that you are Jairus. That is your daughter lying there dying on, in a hospital, on a hospital bed. Uh, that is a particular situation that you bring to the Lord. Now when he came, the Bible says that Jesus Christ uh, decided to go with him to restore that which was falling apart, to give life to the child. The Bible says that on his way, certain people approached him. And these are the enemies of the faith. To sow in the seed of discouragement. To sow in the seed of unbelief. To sow in the seed of doubt. And so when we read Mark chapter 5 verse 35. The Bible says that uh, when uh, as this man was walking with the Lord Jesus. Even to the child who was dying. Certain men from nowhere came to him and said. Stop wasting your time. These are my own words. And return back to your miserable words. Because uh, the child is dead. That was the news that they brought to the man. Don't worry. Don't stop wasting your time because you, the child is what dead. But the very moment the Lord Jesus heard this message, he kills our fate. The enemies that sow in the seed of discouragement so that we are not able to appropriate the, the word of God. So that we are not able to utilize the power and the weapon which God has given us. The sword of the spirit. The very moment the Lord Jesus heard this message, he said to the man, Jairus, do not be afraid, only believe. These were the words that the Lord gave to him. And these words, I believe, became his what? Testimony. It became his, his, his testimony. Do not be afraid, only believe. He held on to this. I believe that people began to laugh at him. When you, you continue down, the Bible says that when they got even to the child and Jesus said that this child was asleep and not dead, people began to laugh. They began to mock. Discouragement. But Jairus still held on to the word. Still walking in the light of the word. Walking with the word. Which is Christ. Until finally, his testimony was rewarded. Until that which seemed impossible became possible. Until the life in the world was translated to that which was dying. Jesus touched the child and said unto her, Talita kumi, little girl arise. That is the power of your testimony. It is rewarding. The same testimony that has the power to break rocks. To command the mountains be removed and the mountains obey. It is the word of God in your mouth. Which you must continue to speak against all odds. Even when discouragement comes. Even when the enemy throws against you the arrow of unbelief and doubt. So working through people to discourage, to turn you from the word. Which is implanted within your soul. Which is the, as a burning fire shut up in your bones. You must not give in. But continue to speak. I believe that the, as the people were laughing and mocking at Jairus. He kept on saying. The Lord has said unto me. Do not fear. Only believe. This was the victory. Against the discouragement that came against him. The word of God to him. The revealed word. Do not fear. Only believe. He held on to that word, that revealed word, until that which was falling apart was raised back to life. 
until that which seemed impossible became a possibility, until the mountains were removed from his way, until the rocks were broken by the power of the word in the mouth of the believer. God bless you tonight for hearing the word of the living God. And I know that you are blessed. And as I end the message, I want to pray this prayer with you. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Is your heart changed? Are you born again? Do you have the spirit of God? And is the word of God the supreme authority that is governing your life? Is prayer your daily pills? If the answer is no, you are not born again. Then if your heart is willing, I pray that God would confirm his word in your life. And grant to you this heavenly birth, which alters our life and our tongue in Jesus Christ. And I pray that God will confirm this very word in your life. And give to you that rebirth. And recreate you. Make you anew. Recreate your heart. According to his mercy. According to his predestined plan. That today, tonight. That you will be chosen to be a part of his fold. A member of his family, a citizen of his kingdom, in the mighty name of Jesus. And to those of you who are born of the Spirit, I pray, may you not be silent. Keep on speaking. For in the matter of babes and sucklings, God has ordained strength and dominion, power through his word, by the influence, the energy of the Holy Spirit. God bless you tonight. And his peace which surpasses our understanding rule your heart. To those of you who may want to send in your messages and your word. Who wants to get in touch with me. Who want to be a part of what God has confirmed in your life tonight. You can still call me on the number 0558 345 267-0558-345-267. I will say again, 0558-345-267. And so you can call me on that line who wants to partake of this program of what the Lord is doing. You can call me now or send in your messages as I bring the message to an end. Yeah, hello. Please speak louder. Your name and where are you calling from? Okay. Um, your line is very bad. Your voice is not clear. Um, oh. kindly call again, okay? Okay, bye. Bye-bye. You can, uh, yeah, hello. Hello, hello, that is the last call. Yes, please, I'm, I'm listening. Your name and Dorothy. where are you calling from? Um, please, my name is Dorothy. Okay, Dorothy. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. And please, God bless you for what you have just, I was listening to you, like, um, around, but I didn't come in early. Okay. Uh-huh, I was listening to you uh, talking about the word of God yeah. and born again Christian, yeah, yeah. right? And you were saying that, um, those who have the spirit of God, those who are born again, yeah. their hearts are renewed, their yeah. hearts are created. Yeah. Yeah. And those who aren't born, you like you were like Same. speaking about yeah. the two of uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. So right now, my situation is that, like the message is really nice. It has really blessed me. But um, my problem is that, eh? Yeah. So how can you really be sure? How can you the really assurance, know that? Uh -huh, assurance, assurance of salvation. 
of uh, of salvation. Yeah, that's my problem. Okay. That I'm facing with this problem, pa. So how can you be assured that like you are born again? Because I've been like um saying the confession prayer yeah, over and yeah. over. Um, but like I don't feel anything. Like, you see, I, what, I don't know. Maybe um when when you see a tree, a tree is known by the fruit, right? Yeah. Every tree that you see, what identifies the tree, the fruit that is on the tree. And so therefore, yeah. when Jesus, when God is doing anything, he gives you evidence, proof, the sure, fruit. Sure, yes, sure. before yeah. you were in the world, you were in sin, right? You love to mm. sin. You love to do things that were against the will of God. When God recreates you, he gives you a new heart, a heart that yeah. desires that which is what righteous. And so even when you sin, there is that guilt. There is that grief in your heart. Before, you, those things were not there because you were under the dominion of sin. But once you are recreated, God gives you his spirit. And the spirit of God does nothing but to give you the power to serve the Lord. And so the time I would call you and speak, but what I want you, the primary thing that I want you to understand is you become a lover of God. You know it when you love the Lord. You know it when you, you, you no longer have the intense the, the the drive the desire to sin any longer because the light has been illuminated in what your life darkness is dispelled sin is what overcome it is a long thing that you see it i i want to take it step by step i will call you we will talk about this but the fruit that you have when the spirit of god is in your heart when you are born again is that you can no longer do the things that you used to do for if anyone be in Christ, yeah. he is a new person. The old things are passed away. Okay. Dorothy, I'll call you so that we speak plenty about all right, this, okay? All right, uh -huh. because, I, because so many yeah. things are running through my mind. So that you'll bring your questions. God bless you. Timer, for this program, okay. I am ending. But um, to those of you who want to call, the line is my own personal line. So you can call in with your questions and your word god bless you tonight okay and bless be you, with you. you okay right. so i ended the message tonight the peace of the lord be with you all bye-bye same time next week from the hour of seven to eight bye-bye